Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Sunday, June 26, 2022, and welcome to Now Mind You, episode 25, Manga. I'm TJ. God damn it, I'm back. Welcome back, homie. But also let them know who you are. <laughs> like, I'm Matt. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's just so hyped to be back. It's like, do you guys feel the power? The key emanating like, from the other side here? It's they like, was like, nah, it's, the power level's too low. <laughs> I can't even sense it. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> All right. This is, uh, I mean, we've started in weirder ways, but <laughs> but uh, the manga, well, as always, spoilers, you know what time it is, do what you got to do, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Uh, what we got for today? Hajime yeah. no Ippo. Yep. Sakamoto Days. Yep. Kaiju number eight. Finally. We have Jujutsu Kaisen, mm-hmm. My Hero Academia, Academia, mm-hmm. sorry, I always go Academia, but it's Academia, and then Dragon Ball people. Super. Dragon Ball Super. So we have the full roster today. So you know we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm not even going to waste any more time. Matt, lead the way. Hajime no Ippo. Let's get this. Out the gate, we get Hajime no Ippo, chapter 1385, called Pay Him Back Hard As I Can, which obviously would be horrifying to hear from from Ippo. I mean, it damn near happened. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And so the first thing we see, uh, we pick up from that last chapter where we saw that, um, what's our boy's name? Vorg was about to go for the White Fang. Now, uh, just for clarification, or if you're just a person that listens to us and doesn't read the manga, the White Fang is an uppercut and a hook, but it's a lead uppercut and a rear hook. Mm -hmm. Not a very typical punch that you see thrown, at least not in that combination. And Ippo catches both punches. He catches the uppercut and reaches his hand across and catches the hook. And Vorg's coach is completely stifled. Like, he's like, stunned. Hmm? Like, wait a minute. That didn't emoji, just happen. Whatever emoji is for stun, that was him. And Ippo then throws multiple right hands, which I'll get to my thing at the end. But he throws a multiple right hand combination and essentially kicks up the level of sparring to the next level. So Vorg and Ippo are essentially going all out. They're basically having a rematch of their original fight that they had. Mm -hmm. And Ippo goes for his signature combination. And all the while, Vorg is thinking, isn't this supposed to be touch sparring? Even (laughs) Sendo, even Sendo thinks to himself, this is supposed to be just touch sparring. All right, I'm not going to, I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm just going to say, remember, everyone, Vorg is the one who said, take the weights off, right? Vorg, no, he is, asked the for one, this. Vorg is the one who, no, I know. I'm just <laughs> like reminding the audience, like, remember, before we start, like, you know, having a bleeding heart for Vorg, he asked for the weights to come off. He asked for that Rock Lee moment, and he's the one who unleashed the white fang. Let's not get it twisted. Go on. <laughs> he, he had to unleash it out of desperation. Put, I get it. Put out the context. It's like, this ain't Epo's fault. <laughs> like, no, it's not on him. Yeah. So he goes for, um, even Sendo is like, yo, this was supposed to just be touch sparring. <laughs> and it isn't. Ippo lands this insane body shot on Vorg mm-hmm. that they, I thought they very beautifully uh, drew in the panel showing like the fist going into his body. Mm-hmm. Vorg tries to throw a counter uppercut. Ippo slips it from that spot, which this is, is insane to be able to do. This is significant. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane that he's even able to do that. Mm-hmm. Vork starts letting his hands go, sneaks an uppercut in, blasts Epo's head up, 
He goes a little dazed. He cuts over to the side, starts unleashing some more punches on Ipo. Ipo then shows that he got a little Itagaki in him, starts dodging and weaving punches. He blocks and he does a sliding counter on the inside of Vorg's arm. Catches him to straight right. Vorg catches him with an uppercut. Ipo, as y'all know, got an adamantium chin. So our boy just hankers down and takes it and then throws the gazelle punch, which sends Vorg flying back in the corner. And if you've ever watched him fight, Ipo likes to, once Ipo learns a move, he then throws it not only in the rotation with his other moves, it becomes a combination. He spins so it. Yeah. yeah, he puts every move he has learned together. Dog, could you imagine if motherfuckers in other series did that? Like Goku was just like KO Ken, Kamehameha, Super Saiyan. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, let me just spam every technique back to back I've ever learned. So he goes, uh, he goes gazelle punch, and then immediately starts going for the Dempsey roll, and the Dempsey roll in the corner very rarely means that you're going to be okay. And especially, Ipo added an extra dimension to the Dempsey roll uh-huh. where he'll dip even lower, kind of like how Sendo does for the smash. And right as he was about to land this punch on Vorg, because Vorg had already thrown the jab and he had already dipped. It was, it was pretty much over. Vorg was smoked right there. Right. And um, right in that moment, Sendo clotheslines uh, Ipo and brings him back to reality who's still kind of dazed as you can see in one of his eyes. Yeah. And he's just like, which, you know, that meant he was just all instinct. And he just like, dude, you were supposed to be like touch sparring. You tripping. He told him you're getting too fired up. This is the same man that plotted a murder. Right. Like literally a chapter guy. ago. Yeah. <laughs> and he told him he took it too far. Right. And at that point we see the sparring is over. Vorg walks away, and Vorg's coach is like, "What is Kamigawa doing with Ipo?" And he looks at the weights, and he notices like Ipo still had these weights, but he just picked them up and was like, "I wonder what Kamigawa's been teaching this kid." Because for him to stop, I need, I need just for anybody who's not like, if you, even if you're just not aware of it, right? You can parry punches. That's easy. That's not as hard as you would think it is. It's just mm-hmm. really just misdirection. Right. But to catch a full force punch and stop it dead in his tracks is insane. Right. And that's what Evo did. Well, I mean, like, it's not insane, but it, the insane part is, like, his own hand didn't hit him. Right? Yeah. Like, he, there was, like, he no He stopped recoil. it dead yeah. on. Like, even when you're holding mitts, you know what I'm saying? Right. Your hand still flies like, back. There's some feedback. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. Um... I don't got to tell you. Obviously, y'all know I love the chapter. Um, I just wanted to say something I noticed that was, um, like I said, I like the art in this chapter. Something that I noticed that was different was the uh, the addition of the head movement that we saw sliding inside of the arm, which is like, it, the thing that we're seeing is that Epo has gotten incredibly technical, way more technical than he had ever been. And I would argue that was the issue that was the thing Ipo didn't have. He had no defense. Technique. He had no defense. He had no <laughs> right. finesse. He had no real technical power. He was just all power. He's just all power punching heart. And, and, and a lot of the game plan was just developed around that natural ability, that natural conditioning that he had, right? Yeah. And the fact that, you know, he's a machine, basically. 
Like right. people will just do the same thing over and over again. Low key on the spectrum, but that's just me. Um, I don't think that's uh, incorrect. I don't yeah. think that's incorrect. And I don't even think in a terrible way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't mean it in any way to be offensive, but right. you know, um, but I think seeing that head movement, seeing, and we've seen some head movement out of him for sure before. But, but not like be able this. To, <laughs> not like that. And then not only to have slid inside with that right hand, but to throw multiple right hands. Right. That's not even a thing people do. You know what I'm saying? Especially right. not a guy that fights in the style that Epo fights in. So, excuse me, that in and of itself was crazy that he even, you know what I'm saying? Right. He's doing different things, but I've said enough, man. Tell me, tell me what you was thinking about, TJ. This is worth the wait, and mm-hmm. the chapter felt longer than usual in the best way. I, I honestly felt like we got an extra long chapter this time. I don't know if you felt that way, too. It felt a little long, yeah. Um, But you talking about how Epo was, like, dazed and on autopilot. To me, I was like, Epo activated his Renegon. Um, <laughs> that's what it looked like to me, right? Uh, and, like, I was surmising two weeks ago, like, you know, Epo having the one-track mind, blah, blah, blah. Like, we know that that's led to him getting knocked out last time, right? This time, it's like Morikawa showed us that Epo has overcome that manic state to a degree, right? Um, he saw everything that was coming his way. Even when he got stunned by Vorg, it's like he saw it coming. Like, if you look at his eyes and the, the panel either proceeding or, or uh, leading right up after it, right? He saw mm-hmm. the arm move for that uppercut, right? He's, he saw it all. Um, like he took the second white fang head on and didn't even really flinch. Like he wasn't worried about it. Epo's blocking and slipping punches, like that's just, yeah. Like you, you already touched on that. I'm not gonna say anything more. And then coach Dan Kichi had the correct thoughts. Like Kamogawa, just what the hell are you cooking up? Um, I think it might be giving coach Kamogawa a little bit too much credit on this one. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. Uh, no, I agree. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, Ipo Haiki triggered these next steps in his evolution himself. I'm not saying that the old man doesn't deserve, like, credit, but it's like we've been witnessing the evolution as we've been reading this, right? Like, him having to teach the next gen, right? Like, him holding mitts, him, like, being a second. Like, that's, like, I don't think Coach Kamagawa really put that on him like a task. It's like he kind of was like, I still want to be a part of the sport of boxing. Like, how can I help? How can I still be a part of this? And like, lo and behold, it triggered this evolution in him. And of course, you know, he never stopped wearing the weights. Um, Psycho. I think it, it always, I mean- that's, Bro, he that's, was going to spar with him on. Yeah, yeah. And I think like, this has always been a trait of Epos, but that, <clears throat> excuse me, that combination of low self-esteem and humility and his lack of self-awareness, and not in a bad way, right? It, it kind of goes with, like, his humility slash low self-esteem. But it's like, you, you saw, right? He's calling himself rusty. He's like, I shouldn't do this because I'm kind of rusty. It's like, but you're out there keeping up with an active champ. Like, at mm-hmm. one point, does the flip switch in your own head? It's like, bro, you, you're not rusty. Like, Borg is in these streets. You're, you're keeping up with him. Um, give yourself Yeah, Borg, active as hell. Yeah. Like... Like, uh, shout out to Woley, who almost died. <laughs> Man, uh, almost caught a second hand. <laughs> second hand. Um, 
Shout out to that damage. crazy lean off the Dempsey roll. Because uh, I never seen him dip that low off. The, that's like Matrix level, dude. That's the Sendo one. That's um, Sendo dips that low. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So, you know, good thing this is a work of fiction. Uh, and then finally, I know you touched on this as well, but you know things are crazy when Sendo is the voice of reason. Yeah, it's insane. I have nothing else to add. This chapter was fantastic. I'm looking forward to the next one. I, I believe Epo is not on break next week, so we should be back to like some regular Epo chapters, at least for the time being. Um, but I got nothing else to add, man. It was an excellent chapter of Epo. Well, if you don't have nothing else to add, brother, then you know what it's time for. Oh, my goodness, Sakamoto Dave. At this point, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, just like, <laughs> I'm just like, hey, just slow down just for the readers. Like, not even, I don't, I don't know. Yuto Suzuki, you know what you're doing. Um, Sakamoto Days, Chapter 76. This was called Each One's Mission. Where did we leave off last time? Sheen just ran into an unexpected familiar face in Natsuki Seba. Uh, let me get into a quick summary. Sheen and Natsuki get reacquainted as Sheen tries to figure out the location of the student database. Meanwhile, Sakamoto has to deal with some paperwork and apparently round up some timid, quote unquote, timid students, right? Uh, let me get into a review. First of all, let's give a shout out to the color pages. It's always a treat when we get Beautiful. those. And out here on those like high school delinquent vibes, you had the whole Sakamoto crew, you know, just giving like, like some, the squat. some great teacher Onizuka, like, you know what I mean? Like any delinquent manga you can think of, Tokyo Crows. Avengers. But it's like, yeah, it's just, it crows, oh, dude. Dude. Yeah, come on. Come on, mess with me, TJ. A, like, yo, that's, sir. That's, that's a deep <laughs> that's, cut right there. That's a deep cut. Uh, but uh, listen, uh, even Heisegei's bird is pouring like sunglasses and a necktie in that, yeah. double, that double page spread. And I was like, that's that's sick. Um, Natsuki scamming his way into a free lunch. Hilarious. Also, why is this school just like on hard mode, right? <laughs> Permanently? <laughs> In order to eat what you want, you've got to snipe the menu from half a football field away with, like, the, the scanner. Like Insane, like, bro. That if, was hilarious. I dude. mean, if you're late, you risk getting murked by your teacher. Bathrooms aren't safe. Like, like it's just, the school is just hard mode. Uh, never know your, never let know your next move. <laughs> seriously, dude. You cannot ever lack. That's basically what that school is. That school's just yeah, never lacking 24-7. Basically. Uh Shout out to Natsuki's tech being able to thwart Sheen's powers. Uh, but I'm intrigued, too, because he said that the lab gig was freelancing. But remember that this means he has been in contact with Kashima, right? And or mm. Slur before. Also, yeah. is he telling the whole truth, right? I feel like he's hiding something. I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be surprising. Like, as soon as he remembers that Sheen, he's like that damn telepath. So, you know, he's going to be on guard. Mm -hmm. um, Natsuki and Mafuyu, brotherhood confirmed. And it's nice for Sheen to realize that he hasn't seen anyone else since the exam. I was like, bro, I've been waiting for him to make that realization. I'm like, okay, Toromaru and uh, Mafuyu, I understand him not wondering about them. But it's like, Kaji, where is he at? What, kill baby, right? We've seen Akira. He's probably fucking dead. <laughs> kill baby. No, he no, probably no, He's a Hercule. He's, he's a Hercule definitely of this, of He's this alive. Franchise. He's yeah. thriving somewhere. Yeah, he's a Hercule of this franchise. Like, he just know, like, the Hercule... From Dragon Ball and like the Kang and One Punch Man. He just, he's at the right place at the right time to just make it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, the JCC is kind of a pain in the butt right now. When Natsuki said that, I was like, that's ominous. He knows something, right? 
Shout out to Shin's patience because apparently that shit was wearing thin, <laughs> like like <laughs> super thin. Especially when he was like, "You have to get you lunch, and you ain't no shit." <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, you can audibly hear his irritation. Like, what's going on? Um, speaking of patience, dude. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sakamoto's disguise and him going through that paperwork. Shout out Hermes' comrade from Futurama because you know he'd be proud. Um, mm-hmm. That man's a bureaucrat's bureaucrat. But I like how the principals are like, you know, students these days are so sensitive. They're always hiding away in their dorms and such. And then cut to a dormitory that's just tagged with X everywhere. And these students are exuding killing intent. Like they were literally just like waiting in the wings like, who the hell is this? Kill. Ain't no teacher finna tell us what to do. <laughs> right, like, you sure we're talking about the same generation? Um, and then the teach the, the, I guess the principal director being like, the dorms are this way on some, where you going, playboy? Because <laughs> Zagamona was trying to dip, like, he's like, all right, mm-hmm. he's got through with this paperwork, now I can just go ahead and explore. He's like, oh, you're looking for the dorms, right? Um, dude, okay, the action sequence mm-hmm. of Sakamoto Let's talk about decimating it. these kids Children. It was just, it, it just reminded us why this series will need an anime when the time comes. God damn. Where did the cup noodles come from? I ain't never <laughs> seen a coat hanger that strong in my life. Ever. Nor have I seen someone weaponize a dresser drawer and pack a fully grown human into a dresser drawer like they were a freshly folded dress shirt. You've seen the first half of that, but you've not seen the second half. You've seen Jackie Chan weaponize a drawer. Oh my God. I was like, this is like Jackie Chan. Yeah, I said, why he rumble in the Bronx and they doing? Yeah, bro. I was like, utilizing just everyday items and killing people with them? Um, uh, Well, I guess Sakamoto chose not to kill because there there had to be. I mean, okay, maybe he didn't kill some of these kids, but they're not going to live well. Um. Also, where the hell do they make vacuums like that? Homie said, wait, too late, too late. And then don't deface the walls. Sakamoto, my brother in Christ, didn't you just put a few people through the walls and the doors on some like Batman and Batman v Superman warehousing shit? Like, like, what's going on? (laughs) Talk about hypocrite. And then, okay, but all things considered, final thoughts, like T-minus 15 hours and 20 minutes until the disguise wears off. Really hoping Shin makes progress with regards to the database's location because Sakamoto is depending on that. And hopefully it ends up being in the teacher's room or the library on the off chance that, you know, um, Natsugi was telling the truth. But that's neither here nor there. Matt, what'd you think? Bro, this chapter was raw as hell. It, it felt like a longer chapter too, right? Or am I tripping? No, it, it felt a little long. Um, I just think I think we just got a we probably got a few extra pages for the combat that just took place. Honestly, Dude. Um, and shit, I was here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this chapter was great, man. It ain't it ain't no two ways about it. Um, I'm very definitely interested in seeing when the other shoe is gonna drop on this disguise. Yeah, and also the realization that Mafuyu was his younger brother was oh, perfect. that's confirmed. Yeah, As I mean, yeah, I was, it's confirmed. I was, sur- I was surmising it last chapter. I was like, one hundred percent confirmed. Now, yeah, well, it was just like, yeah, that totally tracks. <laughs> yeah, same <laughs> abrasiveness. <laughs> like, yeah, man, I I thought it was great. Uh, I enjoyed the chapter. I really enjoyed that scene. I thought all of the work, all of the artwork that was done, just showcasing how that fight was taking place. Um. I thought it was cool. And, you know, you're talking about Sakamoto offing them for 
you know, with regular everyday items. They was bringing regular everyday items at Sakamoto. Right. So, they, you know, talking about the teacher stupid, all that. I don't know, but Sakamoto was out here going to work. All right. And it was just like, with this blank face, like the whole time, it was like, dude is... He cooked some noodles mid-fight, Matt. It was like, they still not warm enough. They threw boiling water at him, and he was like... He caught it in a cup of noodles, like, yeah, I can use that. (laughs) Yeah. Insane, but I thought it was a great chapter. Obviously, I'm looking forward to the next one. I just I want to see what's gonna be the end result, really, like of this whole thing. Maybe you know, obviously, we know it's leading into a larger part of the story, but you mm-hmm. know, I just want to see what uh, like what's the information? What are they gonna find out? But I'm definitely right. enjoying the the trip, right? Getting right. so far, I'm enjoying the ride, right? The the whole if 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 school was in hard mode, yeah, I feel you. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, though, let's go into the next one. Well, our next one is Kaiju Number Eight. You know, it used to be Ayashiman, but you know, um, I'ma just leave that there. So we get Kaiju Number Eight, uh, and it, the chapter is called "Their Dream for Peace Remains Unchanged." So. Uh, it was a cool picture of uh, Mina and Kafka, you know, both when they're kids and, and shit like sure. that. Yeah. Little babies. Sure. <laughs> uh, and then we get into the chapter. So pretty much what we find out is uh, the rest of the, I was about to call them the JCC. <laughs> the rest of the J-A-K-D-F. Yeah. <laughs> um, essentially just found out that Leno is going to be using the the number six suit. So we were just seeing like all the other troops finding that out. And uh, we finally see our main character. After after what it feels like 10 years. <laughs> well, he, as soon as he popped up, I was like, I'm sure TJ is like, finally. Like, damn, you know yeah, where you been? Like, Hajime no Leno, back to Hajime no Kafka. Yeah. Yeah, basically. So... We got Kafka back. Kafka was getting the news and he was like, oh man, that's crazy. He can't do that. Like he, you know, is he going to use that suit to try to fight Kaiju mm-hmm. number nine? Come on, mm-hmm. bro. Of course. Um, like we already know that. And so in the middle of him trying to get all mad, um, you know, his teammate is like, dog, like, why are you tripping that he got stronger? Like we all need to get stronger. Like war is coming, my guy. You can't be the only one that can fight. Right, we're soldiers, homie. We're good. Yeah, like we all finna get stronger, bro. This is just what we do. Right. So, um, you know, we kind of see Kafka is running. I also noticed that he has a sleeve on now, like as opposed to like a glove. So to me, I actually, think, I think that was a shadow because if oh, you, you follow, yeah, if yeah, you follow right. the other panels, it's like it kind of goes away. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. He doesn't have that on his hands anymore. Um, yeah, it was just a shadow. Because I thought like, the same thing. I was like, oh, is he trying to hide the that he can't turn that hand back? But well, uh, no, I I don't think that's even a thing for them. Well, we'll we'll get to that in a second. I thought it was more of a thing of like maybe it had increased. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like maybe oh, right, right, yeah. rested, it moved up his arm. Right. Um well, I just assume something like that. But at any rate, so and he's running, and he's pretty much just thinking, like, man. They all getting stronger. I got to get stronger. You know, essentially what everybody's supposed to think in this manga. And um, out of nowhere, our boy old Fox Eyes pops out, hmm? scares the piss 
Commander Ashido, if you guys don't know who I'm talking about. Um, scares the absolute piss out of Kafka and, you know, ups his blade right to his neck. And he was just like, finally, I got my revenge. He was like, you know, basically me punishing you for um, not telling me who you were for real. And that punishment was him letting him know he could have really just took his life right in that moment. <laughs> Every day is a gift. Yeah, every day, every day you get from me is a gift, my guy. <laughs> just know that. And I was like, okay, go go crazy. <laughs> so he, uh, after talking to him, he's just like, all right, I'm finna teach you how to fight. Now, I talked to one of the other homies about this. I talked to Bryce. That pissed Bryce off. <laughs> um, <laughs> because he was like, what the fuck you been doing this whole time? That's what I said. <laughs> Y'all said the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It was like, you going to train me now? It's like, so what, he just been running around the park? Like, what brought I was up to? so upset. Uh, <laughs> but go on. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I mean, that's pretty much where I'm at on it now. Like, yeah, I thought it was a good chapter. I thought it was dope. Uh, I like that he's going to teach him how to fight. I'm very curious as to what that's going to be. Um, and he did try to pretty much tell him like, hey, you know, you may want to chill because if you keep transforming and you ain't going to be able to turn back, you know, I don't want you to have to take that type of risk for yourself because, you know, giving up your humanity. And he was just like, don't worry about that. Fuck the bullshit. Like, I'm just going to keep on transforming. I want to be able to help people. He was like, all right, well, if that's how you want to live, I'm going to show you how to fight. I mean, and that was the chapter. I thought it was good. Is getting us back on, I think, the track we need to get to, but I don't want to see nobody else next chapter but Kafka. That's just where I'm at on it. TJ, what about you? Uh, apparently, Bryce and I were on the same page. Mm. Uh, but, okay. Yay. Congrats, Leno. New spreads. Haha. Camaraderie. Teamwork. Ooh, right? Um... Kafka wondering if it's him or the kaiju powers, right? Uh, Hoshina basically confirming that it's him. And to be fair, I feel like, I don't, I don't know why they did that whole scene between him and Hoshina, right? Because it's like, General Shinomiya Izao, basically Kikoto's dad, already acknowledged his humanity. Like, everyone already acknowledged that. So it's weird that this is flaring up again. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't really care for this chapter in that sense, right? It's like... Mm -hmm. Like, like, like this chapter, it's like, okay, I'm happy I got Kafka, but the way this chapter was written and what was shown in this chapter, I didn't really care for it. Uh, and again, I'm leading, I'm leading up to like what Bryce's reaction was, because I had the same one, but it's like, I'm happy we got our boy Kafka back. However, what is the timeline here, right? Like, mm -hmm. now is when they start his training art. Like, why is all of this happening synchronously? What the fuck was Kafka doing up to this point? Had he not been training? Hell, he been like, running in the park. On a on a side note, then does that mean like Hikoru's training arc has that even started, right? Oh gosh, you know what I'm saying? Like think about yeah. what the ramifications there could be. So I feel like I have more anxiety about the coming events than the characters in the series. If that makes sense, it's like is Kaiju Number Nine not building an army of Dai Kaiju right now? Uh, yet it feels like the JAKDF is just chilling. Right, like I remember, uh, what was it? Two chapters ago? No, not two chapters. Ah, a chapter ago, right? When um, Ogata and Mina are having that phone call, talking about how Leno has, you know, surpassed expectations and is rocking the the six suit. It's like they didn't sound like there's also this whole apocalypse on the verge of happening. It was like, hey, he did pretty well, you know. I'll, I'll send him back your way, you know. Hey, 
I'll say hi to the family. It's like, like, there's no, there's no urgency is what I'm feeling like. It's like, I don't know. Um, maybe I've just been spoiled by other series where it's like, if there's some type of cataclysmic event, it's like things get ramped up. It's like, okay, we ready. Or we get that time skip to where it's the day of the battle. But right now it's just, yeah, I, I, I don't know. The timeline is not making sense and maybe I just need <laughs> to just chill. Uh, but Okay, another thing too, it's like, all right, so now Hoshina's appearing again. Uh, Kafka hasn't been doing shit, but moping, apparently, right? Mm -hmm. um, what's the deal with Hoshina's training arc slash the deal with Kaiju 10? Has that been completed? He basically made a whole deal with the devil with Kaiju number 10. What's up there? Is he rocking some new tools right now? Um, as of right now, based on what I saw on the panels, his equipment looks to be about the same, but I could be wrong, right? Yeah, we see, we still don't know what 10 is being, how 10 is going to be a problem. Right. It's like the timeline is just off for me. I'm, I, I'm going to say it. I love Kaiju number eight. This is like, as somebody who's been a fan of like Super Sentai, Power Rangers, whatever you want to call it, Monster of the Week type shows, shout out Beetleborgs, right? That's a cut. Mm -hmm. um, wow. Shout out your metal heroes. But it's like, this is my shit. When spe uh, specific Pacific Rim came out, I was like, "This is right up my alleyway." Like, this is what th this is like. Pacific Rim, the manga to me, right? And mm -hmm. I'm just always hyped to get a new chapter. I just think right now the way the timeline is working for me currently is not great. Now, I will say I'm only looking at the trees. I don't know what the whole forest looks like, so this could very well pay off in a big way. It's just frustrating as hell for me right now. Mm -hmm. um, but that's just me. That's me. That's, that's all I got. Well, why don't you tell us about something that's not frustrating you right now? Oh, man. Jujutsu Kaisen. Chapter best manga out currently. Chapter 189. He's not wrong. Uh, aside from Epo, I will say Epo's been, you know, Epo's been doing uh, Now that Epo's where it's supposed to be, you feel me? Or at least getting to where it's supposed to be, I ain't mad at it. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, in terms of Shonen Jump, Jujutsu Kaisen by far. Uh, 189, Tokyo Number 2 Colony Part 8. Last chapter, on the verge of death, Hakadi expands his domain. The nigga is a gambler to his core. Bro, different. Let's get into a quick summary. Hakadi versus Kashimo continues, and guess who instantly hits a jackpot? Hakadi. But of course, with an opponent like Kashimo, it ain't going to be that easy. Now, let me get into a review, because I'm going to say my thoughts, and I want to hear what Matt has to say. Because uh, this saga right here, dude, wild. Um... Hakadi is basically a whole cheat code. I'm, I'm quoting Bryce on this one. His curse technique is just a whole cheat code. Mm -hmm. And side note, he is probably the luckiest motherfucker in this series. Let's just be real, man. Um, well, you make your own luck. Bro, I don't even know. It's like, how much of that is make your own luck, bro? Like, you, he was hanging on by a thread that was his spine. Like, that's mm -hmm. all he had left. Like you saw, like while he when he called the domain expansion, his head was already like rushing toward the ground. He was gonna be out, right? And he mm -hmm. manages to hit like an instant jackpot, right? Kashimo was incorrect though. I saw it in like the translator notes. It's like uh this time Hakadi was still in the probability increased probability probability change mode as opposed to like the other mode that uh, Kashimo was talking about. But mm -hmm. it's why he was able to score the jackpot so quickly. So it's like. I think they made mention of this in previous chapters, but it's like the more jackpots he scores, the more likely he is to score another one, right? Um, big things that I got out of this chapter. 
the action was still non-fucking-stop, dude. Ten, bro. Hakadi's domain expansion has the ability to transport the participants into different physical areas. That's pretty sick. I always thought it was like a, like a virtual world, so to speak, but it actually kind of affects the physical area. Or at least it can transport you around there. Whenever those, like, those, like train turnstiles appear, right? Mm-hmm. You can, like, basically, like, switch it up because they went from being on flat ground in the shipping containers to being over like the 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 sea, right? Um, That's true. That shit was wild. Hakadi has got a high fight IQ because choosing to fight over the water, knowing that Kashimo is like an electric type. Shout out Pokemon, which I don't mm-hmm. really fuck with, but shout out Pokemon. Uh, was a good call mid battle. <laughs> you say cap, <laughs> but it was a good call mid battle. You know why I don't mess with Pokemon, mm-hmm. but that's a conversation for another time. I think we've already covered it on the podcast, but. Hakadi's reverse curse technique fully automated. Fully automated. Dude, Kashimo basically hit him with some mustard gas. And mm-hmm. Hakadi's reverse curse technique said, that's cute. Uh like, like, like mustard you gas, huh? You can't that's kill it? this dude. Yeah. It's like you can't kill this dude. Little mustard gas, hey. <laughs> that's it. Put that on my seasonings or whatever. I don't know, man. But listen. Kashimo, like, the dude is like, I mean, remember that one chapter where we got the flashback to when he was uh, a contemporary of Kenjaku, the 400 years ago flashback, right? The man just wants smoke. And apparently he's down to travel through time and inhabit a different body to just get the smoke. He wants to, mm-hmm. he wants to smoke and he just wants to win. To the point where it's like, oh, dude, he's about to throw me in this water. If I if I discharge my curse energy, just like electricity, it's all going to have to come out. Or I'm going to have to, like, you know, figure out how to not let it seep out. Mm-hmm. What does homie do? He's like, wait a minute. There's another way. Electrolysis. He electrifies the water, thus creating the mustard gas, but also basically creating, like, flammable gas in oxygen and hydrogen. So he basically turns the whole area into a bomb, Right. Uh, dude, like, what is this manga we're reading, man? This is so wild. Now, Kashimo had a sense of timing of uh, of the jackpot rounds. He's been timing the big attacks to coincide with the ending of the Immortality. I mean, we saw that last chapter. Like, saw how that worked out before. Him. Yeah, right. Uh, so, what state is what I'm? I'm. My question is like, we saw the end of this chapter, right? The bomb just went off. Like, what state is Hakari going to be in next? I feel like. Hakari puts up a type of shield because just like Kashimo is evolving throughout the battle, I think Hakari is too. Because like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He's he's not letting him and then that whole thing about him saying that he's got all this manga in his brain, I think that's just going to give him some more creativity. I don't know. But I think it's not going to be like a straight up full on blast damage. But then I could be wrong, right? Um, I, I don't think it's going to be like what we saw at the beginning of this chapter, but again, I could be wrong. Like maybe his whole face gets blown off or something, but or he puts up a shield, or he just, I don't know, decimates Kashimo, right? The way it's currently flowing, uh, no, I went over that point, my bad. Um, but no, 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 I didn't go over this point. Sorry, y'all, I'm also reading my notes. But it's like, I feel the way the pattern is set right now, this is going to turn into an initial D type battle of attrition. I don't know if anybody is familiar with like initial D, whether you've watched or read it, but Sometimes, like, when uh, our protagonist in Initial D is up against a really highly skilled, like, drifter, racer, however you want to slice it, 
it ends up being these people are both evenly matched. So it ends up being like a battle of attrition or who wants it more, right? First person to lose focus is the person who's going to lose, right? Now, mm-hmm. the reason why I'm mentioning that here is because as we see through each round, because uh, let's be real, Hakadi's cursed uh, domain, his domain expansion is kind of setting the rhythm to this battle, right? It's the ones that's determining the rounds to this battle. So each round, each jackpot, we're seeing both sides make more improvements is the feeling I'm getting. Because it's like, Hakadi will be like, nah, maybe I should do something useful with these five seconds that are left. Nah, I want to attack, you know? But it's like, I also feel like he's not necessarily getting hit with the same things as easily anymore, too. I don't know. But one final thing before I turn it over to you, Matt. We should keep in mind that Kashimo has yet to perform, uh, perform a domain expansion himself, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and lastly, they're going to be on break next week, so we'll see Jujutsu Kaisen mm. in two weeks. I know. I got pissed off, too. All you, bro. Bro, all gas, all mustard gas, all whatever gas, no brakes. Yeah. The, this vehicle wasn't installed or didn't have brakes installed when it was rolled out of the You factory. ever seen Premium Rush? <laughs> no breaks, baby. Bro, I didn't think they would be able to do anything on the level of the Yuta arc, and I clearly was wrong. Uh, I'm there with you. Because I was just like, they no, went so hard. That Hakadi came in with this like Timberland song. Bro. Stomped out all our expectations. <laughs> and it's just like, this has really just been a showcase for the people that Gojo said, you know, are the people that he considers damn near his contemporaries. Mm-hmm. And I just can't help but feel like those, I feel like the next time we see Yuji, he's gonna be able to do even more because we have to also remember how much stuff Yuji has been able to pull off as virtually a novice. Right. Like he's getting by off tenacity and just heart really. And then Rip. the fact that a key yeah. occasionally Sakuna will get involved, but for the primarily, it's just been raw talent. And obviously, we still don't know a shitload about Yuji. We know some stuff, but right. still, we still don't know enough about him. Right. Um, we know really next to nothing still. But I can't help but feel like this is building us up to our, you know, our three protagonists are probably going going forward be Yuta, Yuji, and Hikari. Mm-hmm. I I think somewhere soon we're gonna lose Fushiguro. I don't think Fushiguro's getting through to the culling game. Hey, don't you put that on him, Matt Hambrick. <laughs> don't you put that on him? Actually, Fushiguro? no, I take that back. I think he will, but I don't, you know what I'm saying? I think he might there's still play his less whole, of a like, prominent role. Right. There's still because his whole he's still, sister, right? Exactly. Like, and he I mean this is yeah. his family name, his family bloodline in general, and then you know, also that sort of, I'm going to just call psycho mode that we see that he, like, will <laughs> yeah. tap into sometime if the shit Eyes gets go black. too much. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's starting to enjoy it, you know? So, right. I don't know. Maybe I'm jumping the gun on that a little bit. He probably won't die. But I do think, like, the next kind of arcs or so are, might be focused on those three mm-hmm. until, you know, until we can actually end up getting Kakashi Gojo back. So And let, <laughs> and let me tell you something. I'm not mad at that. Well, I'm not mad at it either. I'm not mad at it at all. I think that's just that's just my assumption. Mm-hmm. Um, ugh, we can go to let's get to my hero, man. 
Uh, I'm I'm curious to see how you felt about my hero. Unless you have more that you want to add on Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen speaks for itself. <laughs> like, you know, like, I got it has that. spoken. I heard, yeah, didn't like, you? I none, you're right. Like, I ain't got none of that man. That thing is just like we're watching a masterpiece being developed in real time. That's all. Real, I got to real say. talk, bro. Real um, talk. Go on, go on. Let's get to this, my hero. <sighs> oh, <laughs> all right. Like, just put my time in (laughs) I put it in so we're in chapter 357 wounded hero burning bright and true right now dude I'm gonna preface this by saying before I even get into anything I review any of that I'm gonna preface this by saying this this is a good chapter yes last chapter to me was also primarily a good chapter I agree. But I, I have to say, and I said this to somebody, I might have even said this to you. This is about two months too late. Yeah. For me. I'm going to still read it at this point. I'm super. You put like, in too I'm, much time. You've invested too much time. put in too much time, time yeah. that now I got to know. And all of this is great, but it's just like, I mean, that, that's, I guess that's what the, the dichotomy of like, the mangaka and the fans, right? It's like, we always feel like we know every damn thing, but I just feel like there was so much buildup and it just was like, it got to the point that it was too much buildup. Right. And now when we're finally getting the payoff, it's just like, you built it for so long that it's just like- It doesn't I, hit the same. It's just not hitting the same. But yeah. um, man, we saw Endeavor prove yet again why he has been the number two hero, why he was ever the number one hero. And also, just briefly, we kind of see why Hawks was where he was, too. Yeah. And Devon put was putting the beats on... He put the beats by Dre on All For One. <laughs> this man was... hand. He put hands on him like T.D. Jakes. N- hey! <laughs> My man was laying Yo. hands on this guy. Yo, T.D. Jakes? <laughs> <laughs> Tell bro. me you're black without telling me you're black. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yo. Well, he was, he was on, like, doing the thing to this man yeah, all for one. All right, yeah, go on. Go on. <laughs> he was doing things to this man all for one so tough. People had to leave. Dude, I was like, it was like, get away. Endeavor's coming. <laughs> right, like, like, hey, y'all run. <laughs> like, it was damn near flea on site. I'm like, damn, is Manato yeah. out here? Did I tweet? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yo, bro, he was out here going to work and um, he starts like quite literally. And I don't mean this in a funny way. Start to quite literally cook all for one. Yeah. And yeah. All for one essentially says that this body was meant for the scrap heap. But I wanted to try this out. And they showed a picture of Aerie and it showed those bullets. And if you guys remember, Aerie's quirk is rewind. Mm-hmm. Let me find out. All for one, rewound himself when back his body. Did he? Well, yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. And then we also see Deku was flying, and he is running into something that's flying in the air. Now, I don't know if that is all for one, because his danger sense popped out of him and was like, "Yo, something bad is happening right up there." Like I'm shook. Now. I don't know. No, I think the, that was actually the the first, the first, uh, the first wielder 
No, no, right. no. I know that. I'm saying I don't know if where Deku is flying to. Right. The area if, is that the area where Endeavor and All for One are currently, mm-hmm. or did he run into a separate thing? Because it right, seemed like Endeavor it... and All for One was fighting over land. Yeah, and like uh, Deku is originally trying to make his way back to the Shigaraki, uh, like Space Jam, uh, floating. Right. Spots area. Oh my God. He's trying to get to so the SpaceX, but the SpaceX <laughs> yeah. battles on. Right, right. Um, so it could be that yeah, you're right. He could be stumbling upon something. We don't know. Well, man, that's all I'm saying. So I don't know. I thought it was a good chapter. I thought the artwork of Endeavor fighting off of one was crazy. I thought um I thought him essentially cooking off of one. With that fire was dope. I thought it was cool seeing Hawks throw the feathers in his back again to give him that boost like he did when he fought the uh, the Nomu. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was a cool callback. And also really, really, really appreciated. Um, I really appreciated just the artwork in the very beginning, like the second page of like just that fire culminating around Endeavor's hand and just how hard Endeavor was going. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Endeavor dragging him through them rocks. Bro, Endeavor, heat vision on that hand. Put your goddamn hand down. Like, nigga. <laughs> I laughed. When I was like, did he have heat vision? I said, damn, this man came out. He is so pissed. He is so pissed. He is so pissed, bro. He. <laughs> I bet you he didn't even shoot heat. It was just, it was so much anger that when he looked at that hand, it just, anger. it just burned. <laughs> yeah. I was it's like, just Concentrated anger. That wasn't even like heat. It was just concentrated anger. Just pissed heavy. Fury. Um, so I'm I'm curious now to see what he was about to happen. But, you know, every time with Awful One, they keep on being this like, since when? But you right. know what? I will say this, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about it. I will say this, you and I, even outside of this, have talked about how that's, you know, some of this stuff with Awful One has kind of been some BS, but I will say this, if you really think about it, that kind of would track, given how dangerous All Might and everyone else consistently says that he is and how unpredictable he is, that right. he is an old, and now I can do this, like, God damn, what can you not do, bro? <laughs> right lose (laughs) so it totally makes sense it is kind of bogus but they set off one up to be broken from the minute we get introduced to him so right i think there's a degree to that as well but those are pretty much my thoughts man how you feeling uh i thought it was a good chapter but i also feel like this shit's dragging um but no uh all for one always has a contingency like i think we even talked about this on recording like a few episodes ago that it wouldn't be surprising that even if they did crack his mask, that he'd have a contingency mm-hmm. in place. Like the dude always has an ace up his sleeve, quite literally. I forget his sleeve, his arm, right? Yeah. Um, but no, nah, I thought the hero scrambling because Endeavor's fighting was something else. Like I agree, like he's got such a rep that, you know, like with all the collateral damage that they were just like, yo, he's coming down. Run for your lives. <laughs> like. It's Wait, like, bro, you supposed to be a hero right, right now. I know. It's like, well, I mean, no, he on our side, but he I, mad as hell. So we gotta right, go. Right, right. You know, <laughs> um, Endeavor was essentially reading from the Book of Vegeta. Apparently, like he must have <laughs> watched, like, or or read Dragon Ball during the Boo Saga, or you know, watched Dragon Ball Z during the Boo Saga when Majin Vegeta 
you know, RIP, even though, you know, he went straight to hell. Uh, <laughs> but he was gonna I was go like, I <laughs> think I can get in heaven. You killed the stadium, dog. Shut up. Go over there and blow yourself up, dog. Don't ask me no dumb Matt, ass we don't need to rehash that. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that just, that pissed me off. Go ahead, I'm good. <laughs> but it's like that whole self-sacrificial, like, that was, yeah, he basically cooked Endeavor. Bro, he had Endeavor looking like Anakin Skywalker. Actually, he had <laughs> Endeavor looking like Toya, if you think about it. But uh, <laughs> that, that's a bad joke. Uh, yeah, no, nigga, that was hilarious. Like, <laughs> he did. <laughs> like, but, but uh, no, nah, the, the big thing is like, yo, when the hell did he get access to Aerie and her powers? Um, is he, okay, so is it a full rewind? Because I think, what was it, last chapter where he was talking about, like, ever since I lost my eyes and ears, uh, this, that, and third. So we see an eye, and the pupil looks like it's not active. I don't know if that makes sense, but it looks mm-hmm. like a dead eye uh, for now. But we see an eye manifest. We see an ear manifest in, inside of that charcoal crust, if you will. <laughs> Gross. Um, but I'm just like, is, he gonna, is that all he's going to manifest? with that creepy ass smile or is it just going to be like are we actually going to see all for one's original face yo how crazy would that be like that'd be wild is that you think like all my would be like oh like like, just have, like is this oh. how we gonna find out all for one is midoriya's dad hello Sorry, I just, you shocked me. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, wait, what? Is that even a theory? Um, oh, no, I'm just, just that, throwing that shit out there. That would be crazy. Honestly, if, if they came out with that, I'd be pissed That would off. be wild. And he stole his son's quirk. <laughs> That'd be wild. But that, no, I don't know if that would track, because, like, all for one's got to be 100 years old, man. So? At, at least. Nigga, like, like, no, man, he's not out here making babies. He's trying to dominate the world. I don't know. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dismiss it though. I, I think it could have some weight to it. Um, but yeah, no, uh, other than that, you know, Deku, about goddamn time we saw you. Uh, shit's dragging, but no, I, I agree with the sentiment. The timeline, it's like. We're seeing this a little bit with Kaiju. We're definitely seeing this with My Hero. The timeline just feels like the time to do these things that you're trying to do should have been done earlier on, not now. Mm -hmm. But I'm not saying that the chapters aren't fire. I'm just saying it's like within the context of everything that's currently going on, does this make the most sense? Um, But that's all. I got nothing else on My Hero. Let's get into Superman. Yeah, let's get into Super. Uh, chapter 85. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Sorry about that. I just knocked over my water bottle, y'all. My bad. Uh, Staying <laughs> hydrated, though. But, yeah. But no, nah, chapter 85, titled To Each His Own Answer. Uh, where did we leave off last time? Ultra Ego Vegeta just told Gas to respect his hands, basically. Um, mm-hmm. Quick summary, because listen, we got a lot to say. So I'm going to just give a quick summary, and then I want Matt to give his thoughts, and I'm going to give my thoughts. So quick summary on my part. Because, listen, you, you listen to this podcast. We know you've read the chapter if you're listening this far, or you have it because maybe you like to live life on the edge, whatever. But we're not going to reread the whole chapter on, uh, on air for you guys, right? Here we go. We got a continuation of the battle with gas. Now that Goku and Vegeta have been reinvigorated with their Saiyan pride, like rediscovered it, if you will, right? 
Vegeta seems to be holding his own against Gas in Alter Ego, but soon the damage he's taking because it's a double-edged sword proves to be a bit too much, right? Now he's got to like essentially buy time for Goku to come up with a new version of Ultra Instinct and for Goku to kind of step in. Goku seems to be doing well, but of course, Alec has something else up his sleeve. Matt, give us your thoughts, bro. I want to hear everything you had to say. I'm mad as hell. Yeah. So I'm yeah. just out, out the gate with it. Like, it's cool that we got this power, that we had this fight. I thought the fight with Gas and Vegeta was good. Vegeta getting the ultra ego, as he calls it, it's literally the perfect power for him, right? Right. Um, just in the sense of like, I can take damage, but it's not gonna stop me. Like, nothing you gonna do gonna be enough type shit. And I'm cool with that. Um, it it fits his character, right? Yeah. Because 90% of the trouble that Vegeta gets in, I mean, this is the thing we even talk about at our gym is like, it's, you know, it's actually the opposite of what you should do is like fight with your ego. Like your right. ego shouldn't be who fights. You should fight. You know what I'm saying? Like your ego is what makes you march forward with your hands up and just swing. You know what I'm saying? And not right. use your skills anymore because you just mad. And that's Vegeta. However, because this isn't real life and it's a damn manga, it makes sense. <laughs> right. But my issue, my issue with it is there always has to be some caveat when it comes to Vegeta. Yeah. He didn't have to win this fight. Right. You get what I'm saying? I didn't even go into, into this expecting him to win. Right. Because it's not his manga. It's not his show. I, I've been a Vegeta main, a Vegeta fucking follower fan or whatever long enough to know he's not getting the win. So I'm not expecting that. But damn, show this man some respect, bro. Right. To have him fight to the point that he just passes out and then Goku has to come in, like, he was about to... He literally will continue to get up, but he fought himself to the point that he passed out and then just falls out right at the moment he's right in front of um, Gas. That was whack to me. Yeah. That was whack. He could have just got cracked to the side and been like, I'm going to get this motherfucker in two seconds and then Goku can just jump in. Something. But, like... It's just, it's, this is always the case with Vegeta. It's always bridesmaid, never a bride, but like even past the point that they usually do. Um, it was unnecessary. It was just an unnecessary way to get him out. Um, yeah. I wasn't mad at the new forms. I definitely wasn't mad at like Goku shit just being, my hair is just kind of how it is, but my eyes are silver. So right. I thought that was cool. Um, I like the I like the overall concept of them essentially realizing the those powers will work as long as they give into who they are and not anything outside of that. Like Goku trying to think strategic strategically when he's a more of a free-spirited fighter, you know what I'm saying? That's right. what he should be doing. Right. You know, and but Vegeta fully embracing his ego and his pride helped him unlock his power to make him even more dangerous right. despite taking damage when damage is nothing but a power multiplier for this guy now. Mm -hmm. So I just think like, and so I like that Goku realizing that if he just stops thinking so much, he can go to work. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. I thought that was good. Uh, I'm interested in seeing what's about to be the case now since, you know, Gaz has now gone to this next level and they kind of make it seem like this is going to mean, this means Gaz is going to die. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like gas is uh, releasing some sort of power that's going to end gas. So I don't know. We'll see what ends up happening with that. But I thought the chapter was good. It just really pissed me off, man, because I just didn't think it, I just thought it was a whack way to get him out of there. He didn't have to win. He didn't have to get, I mean, any other, I damn near feel like any other way might have just been better. Right. Like damn near any other way could have just been a better way to handle it. Right. So. No, I agree. I agree with you. Um, I feel like there's a joke there about gas dying, becoming a fossil and then becoming gas again. But jokes. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Science uh, jokes, baby. <laughs> Uh, but no, nah, uh, I'm I'm with you. But it's like, yeah. it, I I wonder now, especially the way they they've treated it, especially with him rediscovering what saying pride means to him. If ultra ego is just a joke, because the way I was thinking about it, it's like, it almost feels like Kung Pao into the fist. We trained him wrong on purpose as a joke, or. Vegeta needs to go back to the classroom and tell Beerus that he didn't understand the assignment because, like, what is this, right? Is the juice worth the squeeze? Like, he was even at someone's like, this is a great stimulant right here. <laughs> yeah, more power. But I was like, bro, like, your mm-hmm. eye is swollen shut. Like, like, what is this, Vegeta? This is- <sighs> It would damn near make more sense that it be a thing that, because he, he damn near is running head first into getting hit. Yeah. He's, like, not even trying anymore. Right. Like, That's what I'm like. What what is the what is the end goal here? Like, can he defeat him? Like, if he if he meets just I mean, I guess gas was just the right opponent, but it's like, okay, yeah, you took enough hits to be able to hit back, but sir, you passed out like mid-attack because you took too much damage. Like, are you sure this is what Beerus was trying to teach you with the god of destruction techniques? Because I don't feel like this is something Beerus would do. Now, to be fair, they are fundamentally different beings, but it's like I, I think Vegeta needs to go back to school and find out what his answer for Ultra Ego actually is. Because I don't think this is it. I, yeah. I, know, I know I know, he's not going to get a dub. I'm just saying, like, for all the character development we've gotten from Vegeta, especially mm-hmm. in Super with the Mara arc, with us getting more background on saying culture and history, with us seeing him show remorse for his actions, you know, asking for forgiveness, essentially, from the Namekians, Right. I don't think we did all that just to just to get this. You know what I'm saying? Like this doesn't feel right. Um yeah. Yeah. I I, yeah. I don't I don't I don't It I didn't don't feel like right, man. I just didn't I felt like I agree with you that he probably needs to go back to the drawing board and learn like I think the better way to use it is like I have a power boost, but whatever damage you do to me is just making me stronger, not not that you're actively seeking dam- to yeah. get damaged either. Right. Exactly. Right. That that was my only thing. But yeah. hey, um, it is what it is. We'll get another chapter of the month. I'm I'm just mad just because of how they handled my boy Vegeta. No, I got I got Duke more notes. Delivers. I got more. Oh, notes. go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. I just you, wanted you to get were that wrapping up. I was like, hey, we still got. No, a no, I wasn't wrapping up. <laughs> I just was, I was getting just getting mine done. Uh, but I was say like, um, when he says. I am no longer bound by limits. Well, the lie detector determined that that was a lie. Uh, man. man, all right. The whole panel with Goku generating a force field, which every now and then Goku pulls out these like, when in the hell did he train that telekinesis powers? Like, remember Broly? Mm-hmm, he like Broly. fucking reads his like, I, like the the whole like uh, I'm gonna freeze you with this god telekinesis, and then 
uh, what chapter was it when he just was it in the sand saga where he was just able to read like Gohan or Krillin's mind or something like that? It's like, sir, when the fuck did you train this? But whatever. Uh, but him popping a force field around Vegeta to float him to safety. I don't know if you you felt this, but I thought it was a full circle and like at the same time the polar opposite moment to the Android saga. Remember when Goku had his heart attack in the middle of the battle with Android 19? Yep. And then what did Vegeta do after defeating it? He kicked Goku like a soccer ball over to Piccolo. Over talking to about like, Piccolo, Piccolo, is this your shit? Right? Like, Get your like, man. Like, ain't this your boy? And then over here, Goku's like, gentle, force field, a protection. Let me just take <laughs> you over here to save you, Vegeta, because you're my best friend and I care for you so much. <laughs> right. And then if the shoe was on the other foot, it's like, hey, nigga, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> <Tough> break. <laughs> like, I'm just like, yo. Is uh, this yours? Y'all drop this? Right, y'all drop this? Like, pow. <laughs> Oh, but okay. The next thing, see, I figured out the best transformation to make use of my power right before he gets into his custom ultra instinct, uh, the the ultra instinct Kakarot, if you will, right? Basically, I'm just imagining all his Super Saiyan forms looking at him like, "Am I a joke to you?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, what I'm like to make use of my power. It's like, what are we? Like, like you know, what I'm saying like we did. Super Saiyan 3 is looking at him like, the fuck, bro? Now, wow. I can also make the argument, too. It's like, because you've actually, you were the one who uh, explained this to me really well. Uh, the reason why Super Saiyan Blue and Super Saiyan 3 or, or Super Saiyan God, right, uh -huh. um, are different is the efficiency in the power usage or energy consumption, right? Yeah. So I could maybe see, okay, that could be the angle Goku's hitting. I'm just like, bro, all that hard work you did to achieve those Super Saiyan forms <laughs> like that's that's where I was coming at it from, and it made me chuckle. Um, okay, at the very least, we can surmise that this form is indeed an ultra instinct. You know, Kakarot, Goku, custom, however you want to like, you know, slice it. Uh, and it's at least like Goku's answer to Weez's question, like a few chapters ago, right? Like, what are you anyway? I'm paraphrasing. Right. Um, but the power is no joke, right? Goku himself even says that he's slightly stronger than Gas now. Crack the damn antlers off, right? Man. Like, um, also, Goku pulled a Nappa, bro. He fired, he fired a key blast from his mouth. Why did that panel go so hard? Like, Ultra Instinct Dragon Breath, if you will, right? But it's like, why did that go so hard? Um, final few thoughts, right? Elec is, like, the most toxic combat <laughs> sports coach in the game. Worst leader ever. What the <laughs> hell kind of advice is that to give to your fighter? Dude's got like a whole mental like grip on gas, bro. Like the question remains, why, why can Elec order gas around to that extent? Like, let's be real. It looks like gas is burning through the rest of his life force, right? That's like, you got the same vibes too, like gas is going to die. Mm -hmm. I'm like, is he consuming his life force to get that extra boost of power? Hence, like, the aging in his appearance. Actually, and there's one other thing I want to add. I damn near forgot about this just because I, I got so lost in being frustrated. Right. These motherfuckers need to talk because they, like, y'all know that the plan is so we can kill Freezer. Like, uh, hold like, on. Sir. They don't <laughs> fuck with Freezer neither, bro. Like, right, right. These motherfuckers don't have nothing to do with dude. They will definitely, they'll probably help you. <laughs> like right, right. Dude, I, okay, let me tell you something. That's, that's one of my notes, right? Um, but 
what did we get out of their toxic exchange, right? Alec doesn't give a fuck about your feelings. You must accomplish the objective he gave you. And apparently Frieza's death is the goal. And then this is my side note, right? Granola, the Saiyans, the heaters, they all have a common enemy. They could possibly talk no jitsu themselves into forming an alliance to at least defeat Frieza. <laughs> that was literally my next point, bro. <laughs> like, like if, ridiculous. If, if Frieza's the common denominator, it's like, hey, y'all just need to talk. <laughs> like, but well, Frieza's um, the absolute worst. Like, right, yeah, we just keep seeing the extent of how terrible of a person yeah. Frieza is. Because it's like, even the space scumbags are like, listen, like the ultimate goal is to take this nigga out. Like everybody everywhere hates Frieza. <laughs> Real talk. Um, last two things. Granola's gotta come back. Um, and I Got see Elec pulling another trick from his sleeve. And finally, uh, remember, I keep thinking about this when uh Goku and Gas were playing, you know, uh tag or catch me if you can. And then they stumbled upon Weez and the Oracle Fish right before Weez was like, hey, what are you even anyway, right? And the mm. Oracle Fish didn't even know who Gas was. And we, the readers, never actually saw Alec make that wish, right? The alleged wish that gave Gas the, the title of strongest, or at least on, on Alec's word, right? We know mm. that dude's not trustworthy. Um, so all I'm saying is there's got to be something there. There's got to be something there. But that's all I have on Super... Should we transition to the topic of the week? Which I yeah. never announced at the beginning. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all good. Topic of the week's top five action films. And you know I had some honorable mentions, but I'll make it quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just I'm, I'm not going to give too much detail because I think these movies speak for themselves. Now, the five is not in order of... Oh, yeah, like, mine is not in order either. It's, it's not an order of favorite to least yeah. favorite. It's just what it is. It's like what I could think of at the time or like what, what came into my heart. But this is not like, if I give my first one, it's not like my top one necessarily. But without further ado, top five action films for me, Captain America, The Winter Soldier speaks for itself. You I count that it, as action film? Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I didn't I take... Do. Oh well, yeah. I just didn't take, it I didn't take anything that has feet. the suit. It does. It really it is stands great. on its own. I just didn't feet. take. I didn't take no Marvel. None. None of like no Marvel DC. None like that. Not like it's DC, literally the only one. It's like the exception. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I might have just put a, a rule on myself. I didn't have to. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you can take the limiter off, bro. Release those Rockley weights. Uh, All Captain right. America: The Winter Soldier. John Wick. The mm-hmm. Raid. The Raid. If you've seen it, mm-hmm. you know what time it is. The Man from Nowhere. I don't know if you guys have seen that Korean film. Like, like if you've ever yes. watched, like, Old Boy. Yes. That, like, The, yes. man, from the nowhere, man from Nowhere. Nigga, that shit fine. is hard. <laughs> like, the Man uh, from Nowhere is different. And all-time, like, first ballot Hall of Fame for me, Jackie Chan's Police Story. I can watch Damn, that Damn, Police thing. Story is so good. I can watch police that movie story is so good. over and over and over again. Like the whole thing, not just the mall scene, although the mall scene is so fucking fire. Um, but police story, dude. All right. And then honorable mentions real quick. Iron Monkey, Wheels on Meals, Flashpoint with Donnie N. Listen to me. List. Hold on, bro. That's we my must. I didn't know I fucked with you this much, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. We bro, do you know how many people I've talked to about that don't know about Wheels on Meals? Dude. Benny the Jet. Benny, bro, first of all, I used to be scared of Benny the Jet. Literally afraid of Benny the Jet because he just got a wild face to me, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
you're not wrong. <laughs> like, you're not wrong. And then for him to also just be be that hand to hand dangerous, nah, that was yeah. too much for me. Yeah. I couldn't take it. <laughs> right, like dude, dude extinguished the candle with a hook kick, with a spinning hook kick, bro. Yeah, Those weren't trick candles. Him, man. Like, like if he hit Jackie Chan with that shit, like that would have been a wrap. <laughs> Shut down production. But no, going to your list. Going to your list. Uh, all right, man. This one it may or may not shock you. I'm, if I end up going into, if I go into honorable mentions, we'll be here all year. <laughs> um, I love action movies and shit, but I, so my five, no order. Um, that hard. Mm. It was between that hard one and two, but I, I just went with one since that was the first one I experienced also. So mm-hmm. that hard, obviously I went with John Wick also. Mm-hmm. Terminator two. Ooh, that's a good call. Terminator. That should change the game. I have bought Terminator 2 for motherfuckers for Christmas. I am not making that up. <laughs> also, it's a 2. good documentary. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> that was, you know, that's why it's so damn funny. That's why it's so funny. Uh, oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, I went Die Hard, John Wick, Terminator 2, Fast Five, and Demolition Man. Oh, dude, Demolition Man, that's a sleeper. Demolition um, Man is my shit. That's a sleeper. Like, um, that's actually really fucking good. Another movie that's a super, super sleeper, and it's the only one I, I'll say. But when it's it's a huge sleeper, a lot of motherfuckers have slept on this film. It's a movie called Drive with Oh um, dude, Ryan Gosling. Um no, Oscar no, 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 Isaac. no. That too, that too, but not that one. It's oh, one man. that came okay. out. This one came out in the 90s with um oh I'm finna hate myself for this. Kadeem, yes, Kadeem Hardison and uh what is my boy Mark Dacascus. Oh, Mark Dacascos, Only the Strong? Okay. Only okay. the Strong. Say Come less. on, yeah. It's Say a movie less. that came out in 97. It's called Drive. Drive. Okay. I'm with Mar- it. It's Mark Dacascos, Kadeem Hardison, and Brittany Murphy. Okay. I'm going to check that out. Say less. Um, yeah, it was... It When I just say it's a sleeper, it's like not a lot of people have heard about it. It's not some crazy... It's not crazy good, but if you like movies from like that period of time... That era, yeah, yeah. It's... It, for that, for what it's supposed to be, it's gold. I okay. love that movie. Me and my brother, okay. we love that fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my, those are my top five ones. Like I said, I'm, I'm a cool it on my honorable mentions because we won't leave. <laughs> we won't leave, man. Uh, but yeah, T2 had to be up there. Man, I didn't, I damn near know the script of that movie. I could damn near type it out from memory. I didn't watch Terminator 2. Miles so Bennett Dyson. Man, for real. <laughs> Dude, man, that that dude has been what was his name? Uh, Joe Morton. Joe Joe Morton is Mister Black Sci-Fi. Every, yeah, dude, every sci-fi, movie, and he always plays the same character. But it's like I'm not mad at that because he's like he's like Giancarlo Esposito in his own way. I don't yeah. I don't know how to, but they're like these black actors. It's like I don't want to say they get typecast, but they they bring such gravitas to whatever they do that you can't. You can't see them doing anything else. I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just like, Joe Morton, like you said, he is Mr. Sci-Fi, bro. Yeah, uh, basically. 
Oh man, tragic about... scientist ass. Yeah, dude. I mean, he he was like what Silas Stone uh, recently yep. too. Like, damn, god damn. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, well, let, let, we we got we got to keep it moving. But uh, uh, Matt, you want to take us out of here? Yeah, man. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out again. It's been another episode of the Now Mind You podcast. Um, this has been pretty much a really fun experience. I know, you know, I've been giving TJ shit all week uh, <laughs> for doing the podcast last week with Bryce, which was my suggestion. I know, week. dude. That's <laughs> I was like, yo. Um, but no, I thought I thought you guys shout just, I, and I want to even make sure I say this on, on air. Yeah, shout out Bryce. You guys did a, a great job. Bryce did. I thought he did a good job. I thought he was... Yeah. Uh, he was a, a, a fun co-host. We had, we got to get him on there. We'll get him on here one time. When I'm yeah, there, with all three of us. Yeah, so we can all all do something like that. So I'm sure we can figure that out. But alas, thank you guys for checking us out. This has been another episode of Now Mind You Podcast. Remember, this is the manga episode. Mm-hmm. Um, our topic of the week next week is going to be what was your first model and what got you into them. So. Uh, Actually, I'm not even going to hold that to Gunplug because I know you build models of all sorts. So what was your first model, period, and what kind of just got you into building models? Okay. Um, that's the one that we'll go with because I've built some other models as well. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be our topic for the week next week. You can catch me at Matt Hambrick. That's M-A-T-T-H-A-M-B-R-I-C on whatever social media. TJ, where are you? Instagram, Tuss for Skate, T-U-S-S number four underscore S-K-A-T-E. All right. You can also follow us at the Now Mind You podcast or Now Mind You pod. You search that wherever social media, you will find us. We're on YouTube. We're on TikTok. We're on Discord. Where else we at, TJ? I feel like we added something else. Instagram, Twitter. uh, Instagram, Twitter, Discord, uh, Reddit. Reddit, uh, in terms of podcast platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon mm-hmm. Music now. Am- and there it is. We're on Amazon okay, Music so. and, Go- and Google Podcasts. He got us both. Yeah. Google <laughs> Podcasts. Uh, shit out of that. My bad, y'all. For real. For but, real. but yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll see you guys next week. Next week, we should have somewhat. No, I'm not even finna lie to y'all. We it's not gonna be nearly as stacked. <laughs> we, won't, we won't have Kaiju. We won't have Super. We won't have Jujutsu Kaisen. But we, we will have tentatively my, Epo, my hero, Sakamoto days. Damn, yeah, real? Yeah, yeah. But it's gonna be it's gonna be a thin one next week. So we again, we, we uh, should I say it? I'll say it. Yeah, if say it changes, it. I, it changes. We might be adding a new series. We're, yeah. Matt and I are working on it. We're in talks. We're reading a few things. We might be adding a new series. So if if that changes, we'll you know when we make our posts, our weekly posts about what we'll be covering the next week. We'll probably add it there. So just keep your eyes peeled. And we'll definitely go into some detail about the series if we're going to add it. You know what I'm saying? Just get right. people caught up as to where we are as well. So right. if we do, in fact, add one, most of the space where the other manga would be would essentially be us explaining how we got where we are. Right. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for checking us out. We'll see you in the combat episode. Peace out. <laughs>